Welcome, everyone, to the Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. Join the Dark Order. It is the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, 305, 69, 4 and a half, and 13. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Happy New Year. It's been a while. It's been quite a while. I can see everyone but Pete now. Oh, that's been the fun. Yeah, in the New Year, John Tremblay downgraded his internet. Well, you're, it's your lucky day because I'm naked, so. <laughs> well, I've seen that. <laughs> well, Happy New Year. It's Thursday. You know what that means. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's podcast time, baby. What a. F- it's been a couple of months. Um, yeah, I mean, we talk every day and bitch about wrestling, but we haven't done it on an official podcast in a while. Yeah, I mean, the of course, the big story, December 26th, the wrestling world lost John Huber, a.k.a. Mr. Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, 41 years old, one of the best big men of this era. Guys, what do you think? Brody Lee. Shocking. Shocking and very sad. Um, I used to – oh, Trump, we lost Trembley. He'll be back. He'll be back. Um. You know, as much as I used to, like, tease, you know, about how injured he used to get back in the day in WWE, but, you know, and, and just be, and not just because I'm an AEW honk, but when he came to AEW, he really showed his worth, and it's sad that he didn't get to, um, you know, show us what else he had, but uh, glad he got to main event a pay-per-view, glad he got to show everyone he was a main event player, like Jericho was saying on his podcast, when he was talking about him, and... um just feels very sad for his family, but it seems like they're uh, taking good care of them um, over there in AEW. Yeah, certainly. I mean, what's what stands out to me is just the reaction across the wrestling world, and I would I think I use the phrase Owen esque in our chat, mm-hmm. and it seems like everyone just genuinely loves him, and he was a family man, and um, <clears throat> the fact that his not to start saying what types of deaths are or worse, but, you know, uh, there's been a lot of what I would say self-inflicted or, or self-harm type deaths in uh, all the guys we watched in the 80s and 90s. Then there's yeah. been a couple just freak things, uh, of course, Owen's accident, and this just seemed like it was just a, some uh, completely mm-hmm. random condition that he had in his lungs. So I think that also adds to it, and you know the fact that everybody from the from the shindies or whatever they call them to you know the top of WWE was was really shooken up about it. Yeah, yeah. Not one person said a bad thing about the guy. Like yeah. everyone, everyone just couldn't stop. And the one common thing was he was a family man. That yeah. was like the most, the biggest compliment get, you can get as a parent and as a husband is probably that. And the guy was uh, obviously family first all, all the time. Daniel Bryan tried to steal our thunder and said if there was a Mount Rushmore of wrestling dads, Brody mm-hmm. Lee would be on it. Yeah. it's huh. nice. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. <laughs> as you can see, we haven't lost a step. <laughs> Oh, man. When I came back on, I thought you guys were talking about me. Oh, jeez. No, he just said that because he finally saw my naked picture on the... uh, I can't... You're the only one I can't see. All I see is your stupid Inner Circle t-shirt logo. (laughs) Sirens. Wait, you can see my shirt, but you can't see my face? No, your your Skype icon. 
is what he can see. What do I have as an icon? I don't even know. The Inner Circle Guns N' Roses shirt. I do? Mm-hmm. Never knew that. It's your Skype profile picture. Wow. Interesting. I never knew I had that. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, John, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Oh, well, before we do that, gentlemen, I, oh, I, I haven't set myself up for the evening. Did you buy a case of that? Oh, my friend, my friend. <laughs> Opa! <laughs> Beverly Brothers. Oh, you're going to wow. this one. Gentlemen, <clears throat> wow. one thing you learn from death is to live life. Right. Ah, yes. A little bit of the bubbly. I mean... Is it any good? If that's what, uh, if that's what we're doing. Well, everyone, yes. get your drink up. Cheers! Cheers, mother. Cheers! <laughs> A little McAllen in there. Nice. To Brody Lee. To Brody Lee. Join Brody, the Dark to Order. To Brody. Ah. Mm, just like I remembered it. Shit. Hey! <laughs> Are we ready for our pusher squapics? Yeah, All right. I wrote them out here. So, first topic for squapic. The Undertaker was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast to candidly discuss his career and his 15th retirement. Joe Rogan asked Taker if he still watches the product today, to which Taker <clears throat> replied, I try. It's tough for me right now. The product has changed so much. It's kind of off. I'll probably piss a lot of people off, but they need to hear it. It is what it is. To the young guys who think he's a bitter old guy, I'm not bitter. I did my time. I walked away when I wanted to walk away four times. Yeah. I think I, I think the product was a little soft. There's guys here and there that have an edge to them, but there's too much pet, too much pretty and not enough substance, I think, right now. Pusher squash! Pete Carapaches. Current uh, uh, I, 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 W... Ah! Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I say the question before you answer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking me the question Pete, already. Pete, Pete, these questions are on the fly. <laughs> you guys have no preparation for this. Uh, push or squash. The current WWE talent being soft. Um, I squash. Um, I actually don't think the talent's soft. I think the way the company is run is soft. And there's too much in uh, micromanaging and not letting these people fail or succeed with more freedom. Um, and that's the problem. The talent is not the problem there. They have a lot of good talent. So, yes, that's what my thoughts are. So you don't think it's soft? No, I think... No. Squash! Squash! Chris! Push or squash? Squash! Yeah, baby. I, um, I like the beard. I Thank you very much. This is only about two and a half months into a beard growth. Oh. Um, I'm I'm with Pete 100%. I've seen enough of the, this talent over the last... Christ, I saw Daniel Bryan 20 years ago. They're not soft. If right. they've got... The guys they have have the tools and the talent to be huge names if given the means and the time and the opportunity. You know, we don't need – it's a three-hour show. We don't need to recap what happened in hour one, in hour two, in hour three. Right. You know, th there's a lot of things we don't need. And I think if, if given the time, 
the world would know that Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan are, pardon the pun, elite-level talent. Aleister Black. Aleister Black. Ricochet. Ricochet's a badass. He was awesome in NXT. They brought him to WWE. They made him a loser. You know how I feel about flippity flop guys, as I call as as Jerry calls them. Yeah, but I, I I remember he had a feud in NXT. I forget who it was with. I think it was Aleister Black, and he was calling him out, and he did like this huge somersault out of the ring and then landed perfectly in front of the guy and just stood and stared him down. It was awesome. It was pretty, pretty cool. Nice, you know. So Chris is a squash. Squash. Justin Stram push a squash. Yeah. A big softy, big softy in WWE. Yeah, I'm gonna squash it because said a different way, if if these guys came out and started working real stiff and acting like a hard ass, they would get punished, right? right. They would be disciplined backstage. Well, after the test is is weak. Justin, right. say that again. You froze and you, you oh. kind of crapped out on us. All right. Sorry about that. So I think to go to point it in the direction of the talent is kind of weak. I think that, like Pete said, it needs an overhaul um, and it starts at the top, really. So, you know, I mean, Matt Riddle was a UFC fighter uh, taking real <laughs> punches to the face. These guys are not. And now you know, he's trying to sell. Now he's trying to sell pyramid <laughs> schemes to wrestlers backstage. Right. Which is great. But. Um, <laughs> You know, I think it's just – I get what he's saying, but it's just directed and, and messaged incorrectly. So, squash. Well, I'm going to push it because it's <laughs> The Undertaker. It's The Undertaker, and he knows better than us. Wait, hold no, on. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, John. I, I just thought of this. You mean to tell me the guy who's wrestled once – Every year for the last twelve years, and made more money than any of them. Right. Is determining who's hard or soft. Well, well, Chris, you're about to lead to my real point that I'm going to okay. squash it. I'm going to squash this. Okay. Because good. first, I think people go on Rogan and they get a fucking head of steam and they think they're, you know, better than what they are. And it goes to that point, Chris. A guy like him, the last ten years, should have been building people up rather than knocking them down. Honestly, or just not being around, dude. You want to be Mr. Wrestler? Come, come to a, a, a freaking house show. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't have to be one in Minnesota, in Duluth, Minnesota. It can be one in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. You know what I mean? They roll through those de- places all the time. It's like I don't think they're soft. I think it, 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 someone made the point. You know, we make fun of all these NFL players. They're in the game. You know, they're in shape. They're getting hit. Any of us do that? We're in the hospital for a month. You know, I don't think these guys are soft. I think the I think the product's becoming a little more violent, but I think they're figuring out ways to make it look violent without it actually being violent. But I, I don't think they're soft, and I think, you know, I think he's on Rogan. And he thinks it's the cool thing to say. He probably smoked a joint like Elon Musk while he was doing it. And uh, <laughs> you know, next week he'll be on uh, Michelle Obama's Spotify podcast, telling us how you know uh, he he thinks Vince is an idiot for being friends with Donald Trump. So. I'm going to squash this. I feel like Taker is just saying what he hears Vince say. I think that's exactly what Vince thinks is wrong with the product, and he's Vince's guy. Vince will never admit why that company is doing poorly right now. 
and Taker's his most loyal employee. You don't, you can't tell me that he's just not just basically blurring out, blur, blur, blah, blabbering out what Vince has told him. Because yeah. you ask Stone Cold what he thinks, and he says the same thing. I think the writing is terrible, and they're not letting the talent get over. Well, ironically, you say that because the only one man that can fix that is Vince McMahon. Right. Goddamn so. son. They're all. Oh, anyway. They're oh. not. They're not even traveling. <laughs> they're at home. They're in Florida. In front of <laughs> nobody, bunch of screens. Goddamn, well, they're soft. There's one perfect example that it can work. It's they're letting Roman obviously have a lot more freedom right now in his character, and look where it's going. It's working, and he's and people like him now, even though he's a heel. They're liking his work. They're not annoyed that he's the champion right now. They're not annoyed that he's getting pushed because he's got an intriguing character to himself now. You know, people might yeah. get annoyed next Sunday if he beats Kevin Owens again, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. I, well, don't you think he's he's supposed to beat Kevin Owens? I don't think I don't think Roman Reigns should be losing that belt anytime soon. Right now, he's, he's had it since August. Beverly Brothers. But if you have him lose now, what was the point of that story? I'll get to that when we get to the Royal Rumble predictions. All right. Okay. I have uh, I have I have so, some plans and theories. All right. I, I think I think honestly, Pete, he's already lost that title three times to Kevin Owens. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, uh, every time he's won, he's cheated. <laughs> Wait, right, but but that's what I was saying. Like, if he loses, I. I, I to me, to me, where I see it going, and I know it's not going to happen, but it's all about his family, right? They keep saying family head of the table. What's the one guy in his family that can take him down? Umaga, oh, dead. It's The Rock. Ro- the Rosie, Rock. oh, dead. Jimmy Snook, oh, dead. It's The Rock. So <laughs> if, if, if we're not getting a payoff with The Rock, then what's the point of this whole story? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I've got theories and plans. All right, we'll save it for the Royal Rumble but that's, preview. But that's after Blood and Blood. All right, next, next push of Squapic. Kenny Omega won the AEW World title on December 2nd. I think that was right after our last show. With the aid of Impact Wrestling and fellow Win- Winnipegger Don Callis. The following Tuesday, he appeared on Impact with the title to reunite with the Good Brothers. Since then, he's been, since, since then there's been a back-and-forth sharing of talent by each company including Kenny Omega headlining an Impact pay-per-view. Chris, push or squash, the sharing of AEW and Impact talent. It's a push. I love it. I think it's brilliant. It's a throwback to the old NWA. You swap talent, guys show up here, show up there. You don't know what they're going to do next. I would like to see it go a bit further and get Ring of Honor involved and mm-hmm. New Japan. I, yeah, I think it's great. I I love, love, love this idea. Um, it's working right now. I mean, it's not working in the sense that I tune into Impact Wrestling Tuesday nights on Access. But, um, you know, I you guys all know I'm a fan of the Good Brothers, and uh, I like their playing off the Bullet Club stuff. I don't know if you've seen, but Tama Tonga, uh, one of Haku's sons who created the Bullet Club, has been vocal online that, any bullet club that any club that doesn't have him and his brother in it are not a true bullet club. So I think they're trying, might be building up to uh, a few with new Japan, which I would love. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. There's they, listen, there's no way 
Kenny Omega showed up on that pay-per-view with a Bullet Club shirt on. Right. They're obviously giving us the hints. Right. And I think it's amazing. I like it. Push. I think that's, yes, okay. Uh, Pete, that leads to you. Push or squash? Uh, well, I'm going to say squash. No, I'm just kidding. I do, I do. <laughs> uh, obviously, push, push to the moon. Push to the moon. And, and, you know, Chris said it all, so push. Whoa. <laughs> Justin, Justin Strum. Uh, Wait, Strum, do we need to explain what Impact and AEW are to you? Ironically, the one, like, Impact fits, in, fits into my schedule better than anything, so I watch a lot of like, Impact Tuesday nights. <laughs> the worst wrestling in the world. Which is, which is part of the reason that I went off last night about no uh, crowds. But, um, Does Impact you know, have a crowd? No. no, it's dead silent. There's not even yeah. like fake noise. It's terrible. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, you know, I'll go a bit rogue here and squash it because there's only so many hours for these two shows, right? And so what happens when you start mixing the top-level talent, the people down the card further get less air. The boys, the boys in the back. Yeah. So if Kenny Omega's showing up on Impact, you know, there's... There's people like uh, uh, who was on it the other day, uh, the guy with the half a foot. Uh, but you know what I mean. There, there's just it's gonna be a little bit watered down if they keep showing up on each other's shows, and there's just gonna be less time for the the mid to low carters. So squash, squash. Right. I'm gonna push it. I love it. I just I this is. Chris Jericho, when he said, I had this great idea back in, like, what was it, 2016, 2017, when he says, I want to use, I am the Intercontinental Champion of New Japan, I want to have a match with the Intercontinental Champion of WWE oh, at yeah. SummerSlam. That, the business always needs to progress and change, and this is a big progression. I mean, it's not, it's nothing different. I mean, they did this with, what, Global Force, Chris, Impact? The territory is, too. But Global Force wasn't built up the way AEW is. Doesn't have a primetime show. Doesn't have pay-per-view. Doesn't have the cons to back them. So I, I just think this is honest. My honest assessment is both rosters don't have enough stream to to fill that uh, that that mid to lower card. <laughs> How dare so, you! So, so you don't I even think, watch Impact. Hey. I'll tell you what, man. I know the state puff marshmallow man was on the in that ring when that when the Who Done It storyline started. All right, and you don't. I saw the wedding. Don't you dare! Don't you dare accuse me. Um, I think Don Callis is like a thin uh, Paul Heyman. I think he's absolutely. Uh, right. I, I last night all the segments with his little black eye and in and, and Kenny Omega's home. I love I love the arrogant rich champion. It's like yeah. it's like Ric Flair yeah, that, The oil painting of him and Callis. Yes. Like, <laughs> I love when the guy comes out of the elevator to greet them. Oh, we've it been was, waiting for you. Nakazawa. Nakazawa, yeah. Oh, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> he would be right here. Come with me. I am I am a push. Anything. Uh, to, the best thing about that storyline, too, was, you know how last week they were supposed to tag with Kenny and they they, they called the Good Brothers last minute? Yeah. And the Bucks didn't come out for the match. They got screwed. So on BTE, they're, like, they're all talking back. They're like, oh, sorry, man, we didn't know. And like, 
They're like, you didn't know you were going to wrestle tonight? You showed up in your gear. They're like, well, we always show up in our gear. Well, you know we hate to wrestle. I don't even like to wrestle on Impact. I wouldn't want to wrestle tonight. And then they walk away, and then the brothers, the, the two bucks go, they're lying to us, right? They go, yeah, they're totally lying to us. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is – I think the elite's been kind of off and on for the past year. And, I, and honestly, that's the whole reason why they started the company was these four guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, it, it. Like last night was like BTE with wrestling sprinkled in. Like I think it was. That's what they should do. Yes, this should be every week. The segments were all your top guys, and then you you had the you know all these like you know, the matches weren't like groundbreaking, but it was like it was just enough. You know what I mean? But those segments really made it. Mm-hmm. So I am a. Kept, kept you entertained the whole night. All right, our final pusher squapic. It's Royal Rumble season, and this year, more than ever, there seems to be a number of talent declaring themselves for the Royal Rumble, <laughs> which has led to a number of jokes on social media, including Carl Anderson declaring the Good Brothers for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Adam Pierce took to Twitter to explain that some wrestlers have been granted this ability, in quotes, by management, saying he doesn't write the rules, he just enforces them. Justin Strem, push or squash. Wrestlers declaring themselves for the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm going to squash it because I enjoy the qualifying matches because at least there's it's not just a random match, right? You can have them on everything. You can have them on superstars, and then you can throw all the guys that lost in a battle royal. Um, but um, I, Or said a different way, rather than declaring themselves, I would like to see a list of invitations and exceptions, right? So WWE says these 15 people are eligible to just enter based on their resume. And do you accept or decline? It's none of this, like, I'm in the Royal Rumble now. So I'm okay with a mix, but the whole declaring yourself is a bit silly. So squash! P. Carapaches, push or squash? (laughs) I squash it. Um, I think it's stupid. Again, I, <laughs> I think it's so annoying when they do this kind of stuff. And I'm not saying AEW doesn't do this stuff either, but they like just they assume you just are gonna go with the flow. Like, hey, we're gonna pretend this never happened, or we're gonna change this rule, and you're dumb. You're just watching the show, and you're gonna watch next week too. So. Just sit there and take it, and you listen to what we tell you to watch. Um, like, when they have the Survivor Series, okay, and they have the two shows against each other, why can't the winning team, okay, get the 30th uh, Royal Rumble spot? And then those five guys have a match to I get that spot. Yeah, but at least they earn the chance, right? And then you have the losing team. One of them has to, whoever took the pin, let's say, all right, and lost the match, has to be number one or doesn't make the Rumble at all. Like, there can be stakes. They can do the, they can make the Rumble like a central thing the whole year. And, like, it could be like another, almost like another championship, like the money in the bank. Like, it's just so dumb. Like Strem said, like, they can have matches that mean something for about a month straight instead of these random matches when people just, again, it's like the, the big thing I always complain about. They come out to the middle of the ring, and they just challenge and make a match. How did you know that 
the, the, the show had time for you to make a match on your own. Don't they plan the show ahead of time? How did you just come out there without permission to just say, hey, I'm going to have a match tonight? That doesn't make sense. So squash. Chris, push or squash. So Jerry and I talked about this for a long time yesterday. And initially, I thought it was dumb and I was a squash. Until Adam Pierce made his text message, text, his tweet today. And they realized that they were being called out for letting people do something without storyline reason. And they tried to fix it. I would say an addendum to the push is there need to be guidelines to who can declare. Former Royal Rumble winners. Ex-world champions. You know, people who have a certain stock. Daniel Bryan's in the Rumble. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Miz, Jeff Hardy. That's five of the nine who have declared. They've all either won the Rumble or have been a world champion. I have no problem with them declaring. You can have a ranking system and let the top ten. <laughs> but if you if you have a ranking system, the number five yes. gets a title shot before the number one contenders. Yeah. I, I, listen, I appreciate that the guy tried to do it. But it doesn't count for me when you do it on Twitter. Do it on the show. Nobody looks at his Twitter. Well, so, no, no one wrote it in his script. <laughs> yeah. so just to, be fair, to be fair to this declaration of Royal Rumble participants, from 1989 until 1999, no one ever declared for the Rumble. They would just yeah. announce who was in. Right. Or you'd turn on your viewer's choice pay-per-view cable provider at four o'clock in the afternoon. That's a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Nasty boy knobs, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. And Vince would just tell you. That was the best. I agree. But there was never declaring back in the day. They were just like, and no one had to earn a spot either. They were just like, this is in the Rumble. Hulk's going to win anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think they should storm the headquarters Okay, they should all storm the WWE headquarters and then throw someone off the roof. Let's <laughs> <laughs> did that already. <laughs> and then that guy that got murdered shows up the next night on Raw like nothing happened. They explained <laughs> that. They explained that there was a lower <laughs> level to the roof. Oh, you yeah. Watch, you don't watch the product enough. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, Chris, were you, you're a push or squash? I'm a push. All right. Chris, I, I, I am really digging the beard hair combo here. I agree. Hey, he looks like uh, he looks like a crazy. He, you know who you look like? The guy from Home Alone that the uh, Kevin McAllister scared of. Yes, man. your old That's man. What you look like. Yeah. I'm not allowed on my my daughter's side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, damn it, Pete! I'm not allowed to see my grandkids. <laughs> Why, no. don't you just say, why don't you just say you're sorry? I named my. She she named her son my horse, and when he's sick, I can't go visit the bastard. Bruce, my horse. No, I'm not welcome. Yeah, well, I'm not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now stop asking me questions, kid. And let me diddle you. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the sequel. Discount Kathy Bates shows up with her pigeons. Yeah. Yeah, Discount Kathy Bates. (laughs) You see that meme when it says, like, 
I'm homeless, and now you want me to carry this stupid fucking pigeon around? Yes. <laughs> yeah. A turtle dove? Yeah. You could have sold it. You could have sold it for some good money. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Hey, uh, we got Cass Bates? No, but we can get you the lady from Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a squash in this. Uh, big surprise. Um, I, I like the, like, A, they can't, like, I like the... Uh, <laughs> what? What are you? I like the idea of like ten people being able to declare then matches to set the rest. The only issue is they wouldn't have like ten matches because we, we, they still like the element of surprise. You know what I mean? So yeah. ten people, so twenty people can't qualify and ten people are in. You know what I mean? Because then you'd be like, well, there's no surprises. Why the hell would I watch? Because um, let's face it, the whole thing about the Royal Rumble is the element of surprise. Yeah. I like the uh, I like when they play up the uh, the bingo letter pulling thing in the back yeah um you know you have a couple of those or i, I like pete's idea too it's like like i said it doesn't work 100 percent because you still want some surprises maybe you have someone fake an injury and have someone fill in for them but it's like you know have 10 people declare like yeah ex-champions ex-rumble winners and then have like a series of matches over like the course of a month yeah b- have fun with it like don't just be like well it's sunday Oh, we got a few matches going. Yeah. We need four more people to declare. It almost almost seems like they're like, someone woke up and goes, oh shit, the Rumble's in three weeks. We better start planning. It's like, oh, just tell this guy to go in. Even have the the shit December pay-per-view, whatever it is, have have like part of that play into it. Like, have a a Royal Rumble season. Like, you have a WrestleMania season. Hey, if, if they're bringing the King of the Ring back. Why don't you make that part of the rumble? Whoever wins the King of the Ring gets third and up spot number thirty as well, and then whoever won their other matches but you know didn't win the whole tournament enters the rumble or something. I don't know. Be too far off. Those fake news segments are friggin' hilarious. Yeah, they with are. Stephanie and Hunter and and with a bad wig and all, oh my god. I like because Stephanie keeps like flirting with Triple H. It's pretty funny. And then Cena's Hugh can't see me. Yeah, but he actually showed up, which was like, oh, I think Cena's going to be in the Rumble this year. Yeah, he's been posting on Instagram. Yeah. He declared himself, actually. Oh, he declared himself, yeah. <laughs> not yet. Declared himself not the father of Nikki Bella's son. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He, he dodged a bullet, like Trembley said, huh? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That was push or squash. That's it. That's my favorite segment. Right, now it's see. time for Hell in a Cell. Is that what yeah. you sent us, Trim, the products for the evening? I certainly did. I just sent you some picture messages, and I will describe them. Ooh. <clears throat> in the order picture from whence they came. <laughs> <laughs> the first picture message is a dreadful-looking uh, plush Shawn Michaels. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> does he have diabetes? Does he have a gout? <laughs> yes, yes. His arms are swollen uncontrollably. No, he was made by Jax. That, oh, <laughs> that was his main transgression. Made by Jax, or he was he is Nia Jax. Which one? Oh, oh my God, he is Nia Jax. <laughs> I like from- his vest. It, it, it's like they took Aladdin's body, slapped HBK's pants, and it left the vest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's an old He-Man figure. They just repurposed. Yeah. Look at the arms. Oh. <laughs> this is from 1998. We should post all these pictures. This is located in Myrtle's Inlet, South Carolina, just south of Myrtle Beach. 
This is a Shawn Michaels plush doll. Again, it is uh, it is 23 years old. It is not high quality. I can tell you that much. It's, it's just about a piece of shit, is what it, it is. It's no Taco Wrestling buddy. Uh, Pete Carapazis. Any guesses on what they're asking? In Squash! Oh, wait, wrong show. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> this thing is a little piece of shit. Um, I'm going to tell you they're probably asking for about 14 bucks plus shipping. 14 bucks. Well, let's assume I can go pick it up because it's only about three minutes from my house currently. But, okay, 14 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Chris Parcella. So, the Parcella household owned, uh, my brother might still have it, owned one of these wrestling buddies. <laughs> I think your brother's selling it on eBay. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the actual retail price was, but based on the condition, I'm going to say they're, yeah, they're asking for a lot based on the age. $49.99. John, John Tremblay. Oof. Well, this man has giganticism in his arms. <laughs> Looks like Shawn Michaels lost a lot of weight, but his arms never got back. I think I dated this doll before. Um, I'm going to say... This doll works for Facebook. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say, based on the couch it's laying on... <laughs> This person seems like they need the money. I'm going to say about 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 dollars. <laughs> they need the money. 20 dollars. <laughs> wow. You know something? This is quite remarkable. Um, because Chris said 49.99, he is the winner by one penny. They are asking for 35 dollars, and he wins by being off by 14.99. Trembley was off by 15 bucks. Wow. That was the closest pusher squash we've had by a landslide. I don't believe it. Hold on. <clears throat> I, I nailed I nailed a hell on a sale one week. Hold on. Hold on. What site is this on? No, I mean in terms of the difference of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what site is this on? eBay? It's on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, Facebook Marketplace? These are all from Facebook Marketplace. All right. Now John's going to look them up. Well, I found one on eBay, and he was $30. Plus fifteen fifty uh, shipping. Look, I'm only I'm only uh, telling you what this person's asking. So, and I'm asking you what this person is telling. <laughs> <laughs> Number two up for grabs. What the hell is this stuff? This is located in Burlington, North Carolina. It's a juice and drink. I want it's this. A, it's a six pack of Body Slam juice with. Uh, still in the package with Kane, Undertaker, and Ken Shamrock on the front. The juice is still in these. They, they're like those little canteen like juice things from when you were a kid. Oh, they're still they're still in there. You gotta let them out. Those people can't breathe. Oh, juice, juice. They, they also say, <laughs> they're very clear. Yeah, they're they, used to it. The juice, <laughs> the juice is expired. So please do not drink oh, that's it. that's what oh. they used to say back in Germany, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is 10. That juice is expired. <laughs> Mark that timestamp. Six 10-ounce uh, 
bottles. Can't drink them. Collector's item only. How much are they asking for in Burlington, North Carolina? Uh, Parcella. <laughs> because the juice is still in the bottle, and I've had these before, of course. Are they delicious? Uh, what do they, they taste, taste like? They were the they were the juice grenades you would have after Little League yeah, or in or in John's case after falling down after Little League. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this person is looking for seventy five dollars. Wow. All right. Uh, Trembly. I am closely inspecting this package. Uh, that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> yet animals on it. I don't know if you see the, the, the people faded in the background. I think that's Stone Cold. Someone with, like, crazy eyes. Um, Be right back. Okay, bye. Um, this says it's Backbreaker Blue. Thank you. Freeze it up, man. Oh, wow. Pete's got a sweatshirt. Um, oh, there you go. Pete, did you get some hot cocoa? I just asked my wife to turn the heat up. It's freezing oh, up. Good. Oh, turn up the heat. These are 60 fluid ounces. <laughs> I'm going to say 50 cents for each fluid ounce. I'm going to say they want $30. If you notice, there's two WWE logos on it, right? You get the old one on the bottom and the new and the attitude one on the top. That's very weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say these probably taste like kissing your grandmother on the lips. Um, I'm going to say 30 bucks. Okay, Pete Carapazis. I'm going to say $60. Uh, this is also a first. If I, uh, Maybe not, if, if Parcello is uh, remembering correctly. It, they are asking for exactly $75. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think he's checking. I think he's looking for these things. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm on ESPN. All right. Yeah. All right, I was getting a little suspicious because that was dead on. That was, and that, that's an absurd price, by the way. Yes, it for, is. For six. yeah, I I would at least ask for a hundred. <laughs> like if I, if I could at least drink them, I might pay that much. But yeah. I mean, you can drink them. The inconsistencies on the packaging. Pete, it's expired juice. Like that's like, oh, I eat an expired pop tart. What's gonna happen? Nothing. Yeah, I would think water, I guess. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I, I would think the real price would be negative $75,000 because you I would buy it, drink it, and then sue them for that amount of money. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair. All right, last item up is based out of Norcross, Georgia. It is... Burning see. Cross, Georgia? Norcross. Oh, <laughs> uh, Justin, check that timestamp. Uh, it is... A sealed Milton Bradley 1985 WWF Wrestling Superstars board game. Now, keep in mind this game is almost as old as we are, and it is it is technically sealed. It looks like the plastic. It looks like it's in mint condition. It is in mint condition. What are they asking for in Norcross, Georgia? Uh, John Tremblay. What are they asking for in Norcross, Georgia, for this? Beautiful work of art. A recount. <laughs> they're asking for. Yes, they're asking for a, a new set of teeth. I'm gonna say they're asking for about. I'm gonna say they're gonna ask. This is because this. I've never seen this before. 
You are stalling. I'm gonna. If I was this this gentleman from North Cross, Georgia, I would ask for at least 225 pesos. Yes, that's right. Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars from John Tremblay. Uh, Pete. I'm gonna go just because it's old and it's mint condition. Three hundred big ones, Strem. Three hundred dollars from Pete and Mr. Parcella. I'm gonna. John, what did you say? Ninety. Ninety. And Pete said three hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna say two fifty. Two fifty is the guess. The actual retail asking price is one hundred dollars. John Tremblay wins round three. Wow. Parcella wins two out of three. Man. I have this game. It's awesome. There's a VHS with a bunch of crazy clips of, like, oh. Har- Harley Race putting Hogan through a table and shit. It's awesome. Oh, damn. This we the, should play that. This is the first pusher squash that uh, Parcella has partaken in each one of these things. He's drank the juice. He's right. slapped the, uh, oh, the terrible oh. Jack's wrestling buddy. Well, this isn't push-a-squash. This is some low-rent... Hell in a sale. Yeah, this is some other low-rent... Sorry, I keep calling it push-a-squash. I'm sorry. I I call this garbage diving. Dumpster (laughs) diving with strip. Duke Duke the dumpster diver with Justin (laughs) Strip. I just love the name Pusher-squash. That's why I keep saying it. It is a great name. This is hell in a sale. You want want to know where I came up with the term Pusher-squash? What? Where I come up with all my good ideas in the bathroom at work. <laughs> That's what he usually does. He either pushes or squashes when he's. That's right. <laughs> I'm usually I'm usually squashing and wiping up the push. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Come on. <laughs> but so technically, the intellectual property of push or squash is belongs to Marky Management LLC. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Another well, successful hell in a sale. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, that is a fun. I tell you, these these two segments could be spinoff shows when this Rushmore uh, podcast empire really takes off. Yeah, Jembley, you can be the Conan of uh of Jericho's show. Does Jericho you still have the Jericho Network, or did all those shows fail? They probably all failed. Yeah, I don't think he ever even pushes them anymore. I Wait, think there's a Jericho it. Network. Yeah, yeah. there was Jericho Network, and he had uh, this Team Tiger Awesome, and then Conan with Disco Inferno had a show, oh, and oh, some oh, other haunted. Keeping it 100. Yeah, and yeah, then there was okay. a show about, like, haunted houses and shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it 100 with K-Dog. Ole! <laughs> Pound sand, Conan. All right. Next week. Sunday, January 31st, 10 days from today, is the 2021 Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Four four matches announced right now, but two of them are going to take at least an hour, so I'm not surprised. Is it next week or this week? A week from this Sunday. It's the week in between Uh, the conference titles and the Super Bowl. I thought I was off next week. It's not. Damn it. Anyway, go keep going. God damn it. uh, We've got... Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Goldberg's going to win, right? Nah, I think Drew's winning. That would make me very, very happy. 
I think you know Goldberg's gonna win. They're gonna fuck this up. This is gonna fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, I actually like. I I don't want poor Drew to have his second title match in a row in front of no fans. So I'd be fine with Goldberg having the title this year, and then Drew wins it back the following year in front of eighty thousand screaming idiots. I think Drew has lost his luster. He's not going to be over in a year anyway. Oh. Can I talk about something sort of on topic? Um, did anyone notice that they announced the next three WrestleManias on Sunday Night Football on Saturday night? Yeah, you, I guess. You see that? That was so friggin' weird. Yeah. They, like got, a, they, they like got partnerships with NBC and Fox. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think every wrestling fan watches football. Like, why don't you announce it on your programming? Well, there's a large audience for football. Oh, they did. Yeah, I know. Okay. You don't watch Raw or SmackDown or NXT. Well, the you way watch AEW was... and you watch Power. So, I used, I used to love Power, man. I miss Power. Maybe it'll come back someday. Maybe. Great show. Roman well, Reigns. The good thing about Power, though. All the people I liked on that show are in AEW now, so. Except for Scott Siner. Huh, 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 huh. He's only on like two episodes. Oh, I want Nick Aldis to come to AEW. That would be amazing. Maybe if they can work out. Like a, if they, well, they already have like um, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. Why can't Nick right. Aldis come to AEW and do some matches? Because he's not question. a woman. He's not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call Tony Khan and ask him what, what's the deal. Anyways, that would be a huge surprise entrant. Nick Aldis in the Royal Rumble. Holy moly. Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get to possible surprise entrants. We're get there. Guys, I'm on a lot of bubbles. Are they gonna have fans at this show? Um I doubt it. That I I, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I don't think they're gonna have any surprises this year. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, last man standing, universal title. Roman. 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 I'm going to go with Drew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I think Kevin Owens might pull this off. So I have, I have an idea. It's not the best idea, but it's an idea. Well, let's hear it, pal. So which Uso is aligned with, with Roman? Is it Jimmy or Jay? I don't know, one of them. They all look the same to me. Well, well, they that's are identical twins. So they're, <laughs> identical, they're identical twins, right? So Roman comes out with whichever one it is, Jimmy or Jay. And partway through the match, or tw- actually at the end of the match, he turns on Roman because he's last man standing, so there's no DQ. Helps Kevin Owens win. And then we find out that the twin that's not aligned with him found a way to take the other one's place. Do a little twin magic, but in a in a they're way not, to screw over them. They're not that identical. You can tell who's who. I can't tell them apart. They got matching tattoos, it, braces, haircuts, it, all it, that if shit. You're, if you're Roman, like you grew up with these two guys, like you know who's who. They're not They're not like the Bellas, like before Nikki got the implants. Like they, <laughs> they don't look exactly the same. Like you can I can't tell them, them apart. Well, that's because you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Women's Royal Rumble. Who do you guys like to win the Women's Royal Rumble? No one cancel. It's boring. Um, you can't get 30 women in this match anymore. For I'll take sake. squash. I'm going to squash this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so apparently Strem and I are the only ones watching the Rumble. Strem, who do you like for the Women's Rumble this year? Um, Nobody! <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Lacey, right? It's got to be Lacey. Peyton Royce. No, I'm going Lacey. Can there be no winner? Like, yeah, that'd be even better. That'd be great if they could figure and it out. They, they just yeah, let's cancel the, the rumble division. altogether. Oh well, the rumble. Yes, they couldn't even win a royal rumble. I guess we just have to close the whole division. Cancel no. the rumble. Get rid of WrestleMania. Eh, stop yeah. doing Survivor Series. Listen, <laughs> yeah. why do they have to force the women wrestling down my throat? Yeah. Yeah. Every, oh, every year they have to main event the pay per views. No, no one cares. I like my wrestling with beefcake steroid uh, guys and fat guys that do the worm. That's what I want. You don't watch the pay-per-views. I would if they stopped shoving these women down my throat. But you don't know what the main event's going to be. The Royal Rumble. That's the main event. Lacey. The men's, <laughs> the men's Rumble could be the main event. Strem broke his we head. Know, we all know that the main event these days are the championship matches. They don't do the Royal Rumbles. The main no. Event. Technology has failed me. I'm taking notes, and here's what comes up. I'm, like, jotting down times to... Can't read uh, that. It's blank. Yeah, this is blank because oh, okay. Apple's a piece of fucking shit. Hey, <laughs> you better write that down, buddy. You better write that time. Oh, my listen, God. You better, they're listening. Hey, you better, you better type that number in your little yeah. screen right there. Justin Strem has been canceled by Apple. Yeah. yeah. So I like we're Alexa gonna to win. Gonna platform. Alexa's not going to be in the Rumble. She's going to win already, the belt. She's going to face Asuka this Monday. She's going to win the belt. She's already declared for the Rumble. Oh, did she announce it herself? Yes. During Alexa's playground or whatever it's called. Uh, well, then if she's in it, she's winning it. Or... I, I like Becky to come back as the surprise and the new she mom wins the rumble. She just had a kid. In November. Yeah, Listen, buddy, I don't know if you've ever had a kid, but it takes a little while to recover from that thing. Eh. She'll be yeah, fine. I don't think Becky's coming back within the next year. So. I also think we could see, because we're talking about the women's rumble now, Tyra Valkyrie. Oh. Um, recent women's wrestler free agent out of Impact Wrestling, John Morrison's wife. Uh-huh. Did she declare for the Rumble? She hasn't signed with the company yet. It would make her a true surprise. But no one knows her. I know. Well, I, follow anyways, her. I, I follow on Twitter. Everyone that watches, um, with the exception of the three people on this chat with me, everyone that watches AEW knows who she is. Okay. She She's an internet famous wrestler. She's Morrison's wife. She's been all over the indies. Okay. She's well known. And the indies have been all over her. <laughs> Mm. All right. Well, Men, men's Royal Rumble. This is the first year in quite some time. Shinsuke re- Nakamura, I'm calling it this year. Ooh, Shinsuke. I'd, I'd like that a lot. And you, I was you know say, why it's going to be Shinsuke? Because why? he went the distance in that uh, gauntlet match, and they they're they're teasing something with him. They're going to give him a push again. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, I was saying this is the first year in a long time that there wasn't like one or two clear guys that were on a hot streak. And it's like, Oh, it's going to be one of those two, you know, Roman Batista, um, a guy who could possibly come back as a surprise entrance, Seth Rollins, you know, 
nobody has that that heat not heat that um momentum right now where i could be like oh they're definitely gonna win you know what i mean I, i'm listen i'm with strem this is the one pay-per-view that i just have no excitement for if there's no crowd it's true yeah you need a pop like this is pop. the one this is the one pay-per-view you can't get away with this fake crowd noise because the whole point of the rumble is the crowd reaction as we're going to learn with our topic of the night. Yes. yes. It's all about crowd reaction and you can't, yeah. you can't manufacture that. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I like Daniel Bryan or AJ to win the rumble. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great too. Like <clears throat> any of those guys, but, so they have this at a. I've also seen it. They they have they're having this at a baseball park in Florida and there's no fans. <clears throat> I am unless, go. unless they make an announcement Monday that they're gonna that they've reached an agreement to make a limited number of tickets available, twenty thousand or whatever. See, but they don't they don't have to because Florida's open. They could just let people. Yeah, you could have a you could have a full crowd in Florida if you want to. Yeah, right, they might, won't get the, away with that though. They'll get so much backlash. No, I'm not saying like none of the teams yeah, have, have done to. that, but you can if you want. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I could see them on Monday saying, you know, we okay, not reached an agreement. We've decided to allow X number of fans in the stadium. Tickets are on sale now, and there's only so many. I, I just don't. And it would sell out. Whatever number they. True. Just true. Why have they not tried? Like I just don't understand. Like. AW, whatever they don't have a huge crowd, but it makes a difference. Like, oh, it's huge. They they need to do something. They're getting slaughtered right now, and all sh- and all the shows. Like, they need to get a get a fan base in there. Yeah, you don't need a whole. You just need a few reactions of particular people. Think about when Undertaker lost, or the Miz girl, or whoever. You only need like. Somebody to share that moment with. You don't need forty thousand people. You can do it with a thousand. Space this them girl's out. in college now, by the way. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she's. I just, uh, I, I, I just this this rumble is like like what it was one thing with Mania last year, but the rumble yeah, is with, just you, you can't you can't do it without a crowd. I just don't see yeah. how it's going to be exciting. The door is open for it. Like they they gotta press the issue, and uh, you know. It, the Thunderdome has has served its role, it's served its purpose, and they can still be a Thunderdome crowd, but damn it, there should be people there. I, I have to say that AEW gave me two of my favorite moments of the pandemic when the first time they had that golf cart ridiculous match, when there was <laughs> ran, random people there at the, at the peak of everything being shut down, and then when they had fans come back and sing... Jericho's theme song the first time, and Jericho just had a, a, a true corpsing smile on his face because he just was loving it so much. Yeah. Like, I want moments like that for WWE. Yeah. I want it. I love WWE. They're, so, they're so obsessed with the NFL. The NFL's even had crowds in their games. Like, what are they yeah. waiting for? What are they waiting for? I don't get it. I don't know. But anyway... Strem, I don't know if you heard uh, Governor, Governor Baker announced today that he's uh, lifting his restrictions. He hasn't Isn't he not anything. the governor anymore? I don't. He is. I he thought, has um, restrictions I, I, yet. 
I don't know what's I don't know what's changed in the last week. Can someone tell me what's changed in the last week? I believe he's he, been. When did he say he someone, was lifting his restrictions? When did he say that? Uh, it was this afternoon. I'll send you the article. Is, so we don't have to have twenty five percent capacity anymore. No, he's keeping that. He's he's just not closing you at uh, ten p.m. anymore. Oh, well, what's oh, the so point? What's the point of the staying open later and keeping my labor if I can't have my fucking customers in the building, idiot? So <laughs> he's, lift, he's lifting the curfew. Yeah. He's lifting the curfew. I, yeah, I just don't curfew know. no one followed and it didn't matter, by guys, the way. Guys, I'm just trying to figure out what's changed in like the last week. Is something different? Is there all someone? Right, all right, this isn't the place for that. <laughs> is, this, is this somebody somebody new at the helm? Or? This isn't the place for that. All right. Um, well, you tell me where the place is, because I can't go on Twitter. I can't go on Grinder. Chuck Tremblay's house is the place for that. Yeah, there you go. He's, um, he's, he's you in Florida. Lift it up. I'll tell you this, guys. The number one surprise entrant this year is going to be the fans. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to hear? I love it. Cold prediction. Cold prediction. Your Royal Rumble winner in 2021 yeah. in the match is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I, I, I'll tell you, this is what I was saying to somebody at work who was fucking wrestling. If you want to get ratings, and if they want to get people to watch, you throw money at either CM Punk or The Rock. Those are the only two guys that can save wrestling right now. Hmm. Rock wins the, the Royal Rumble. I'm shutting off my... I'm shutting off wrestling uh, until uh, you'll, you'll after watch, Mania. You'll it up. You'll eat up, up. Just like I'm, I'm okay with The Rock coming back if for uh, the Roman Reigns angle. That's exactly right. So I'm actually okay with that. When he came back before to wrestle Cena, like, whatever. It was yeah. lame. Uh, but this would make sense. So. Yeah, lame. Was it lame two years in a row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, first time, the only time two yeah. years in a row? Yeah, yes. It was the first, the only time this year. <laughs> I, I don't I, think The Rock will come without a crowd, though. I don't think he will do it. Yeah. I've th- I I heard think John has the same problem. This isn't the place. You want to talk about that kind of stuff? I think The Rock is now... Anyway. <laughs> the, the Rock now owns uh, XFL. He's going to be looking to promote that pretty hard. Yeah, next year. No, you, no, you start now. You gotta build a base. Um, I'll tell you, if 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 I was Vince McMahon, it's very simple to get people to watch your show. You know what he had to do? Hey, hey, Jesse, the body. You and me commentary Monday Night Raw until this thing's over. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, let, Chris, let him have it. I tell you what, McMahon, <laughs> I'd be happy to do that if I weren't. If I could call it from my bunker, an <laughs> undisclosed location. The two-party system doesn't work anymore, McMahon. Look at the last 40 years. <laughs> as long as you don't coat the ring in thermite paint. Thermite paint, it's a conspiracy. There is no COVID. I went down to 9-11. I went down to the 9-11 crime scene, but by the time I got there, the evidence had been cleaned up. <laughs> I checked all the names. Interesting that they were buried two years ago, McMahon. Don't make me me pretend to forget that I saw Hogan kicking the towers down with his feet and steel chair. 
you know, I all the natural disasters you talk about, McMahon. The only Texas tornado I've ever seen is buried since 1993. <laughs> I, I can't believe he had a show where he went down in 2011. He went to Ground Zero and claimed that he so, came to investigate and the evidence had been cleaned up. Yes, it was 10 years. <laughs> hey, man, you can't watch it, man. He knows what he's talking about. You guys have to watch Conspiracy Theories with Jesse Ventura. It's amazing. And there's a fa- I know I've talked about it before, but all, to our listener out there on YouTube, there's a guy that made a parody video of the Conspiracy Show where he tries to pretend or he tries to convince people that professional wrestling is fake and it's all an underground secret society to try to convert people to homosexuality. It's <laughs> hilarious. I was there. The ultimate warrior didn't do it, McMahon. Iron Sheik. How convenient. The Iron Sheik during a ran contra, McMahon. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, yeah. I I like that it injures you to do the Jesse Venturi. Ventura. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> you have to protrude your draw, jaw like, <laughs> like William Bottomtooth and Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh man, the face that goes along with the impression is is maybe even better. I came up with a couple possible surprise entrants. Seth Rollins, yeah. you know, he's been away for a couple months. Yeah. Being a being a daddy, he could show up with uh with a whole blaze of fire. I mentioned this to you guys. I mentioned this to the God of Hellfire. If you're gonna bring back a Seth Rollins, I say you hit his music at number one, and then all of a sudden, I'm afraid I've got some. Bad news. Yes. Bad news. Thanks for forgetting a very key person. That would be great. Edge. Oh. oh yeah, no, Edge. Edge is on my list of possible surprise entrants tonight. Mm. Surprise. He, surprise. He he was a surprise last year. <laughs> yeah, but he got injured and they said. Oh my god, he was, a, he was a surprise. He, he was a big surprise. Four years in a row. <laughs> Barrett comes out, you know, does some damage, and then at one point. You know, either he's in the ring by himself or two guys have knocked out and Rollins' music actually hits and he comes down and takes out Barrett. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't great. think Rollins is that much of a surprise because we all got sick of him and he was only on TV a month ago. But he's going to come back as a babyface now that he, he left in November, came back. You know, he's had a kid now. They always come back as a babyface after yeah. they become a dad. Um, and... I wouldn't mind seeing him go up against Roman if we can't get The Rock. That would be nice. I mean, he's really the only big name they have that could, like, make you invested right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, Brock Lesnar is also... If it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I would love Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Oh, Chris, you just fucking said it. How did I not think of that? Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Because then you have that whole storyline about how Heyman dropped him. Yeah. And the interesting thing is Lesnar would be the babyface in the scenario. I'm wow, a, I didn't think Peter, of that. That's a Peter, good, that's I'm a genius. Lesnar. Oh my god, it's gonna be Lesnar. It's gonna be Lesnar. Peter, I piss excellence. It's what I do. And I mean, <laughs> how many times have these two made a bit of mania? This is this would be the third time together. Um the first time Seth Rollins spoiled it. And then the second time Roman lost. Yeah. Yeah, this might be the third. This would be the third, and they have a history. Yeah. I think it would be actually kind of cool to put a twist on that where Roman's the bad guy this time. Right, and Brock is the man that... And you know what? Have Roman beat Brock 
Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be Cause pretty then, cool. Because then it's who can stop Roman Reigns. Right. And yeah. it's probably going to be Big E. Mm. If not The Rock. Because they're building Big E up. Yeah, they are. I like that they're so, building them up, too. So you have Roman keep the belt till SummerSlam, and Big E's a made guy, and he beats Roman, and they give him a run. You could do that. My last two possible surprise entrants for this year's Royal Rumble, two recent free agents from Ring of Honor, the villain Marty Skrull, whoop, whoop, and the Peacock himself. Yeah! Oh, oh wow. <laughs> now, I could totally see Dalton Castle in AEW easily. Yeah, wow. I could see I, I could see him in either place. He would do better in AEW. He'd be more successful in AEW. Um, he's the right I, size for their company. Here's a twist, though. I could see Skrull in NXT. Yeah. He turned down AEW already. And when oh, he, he did? When, he, when, they, when it got started, he took oh, the money yeah, to that, stay yeah, with yeah, Ring I, of Honor. No, no, no. If I was WWE, I would pay Kenny Omega... Half a million dollars to fucking come and get thrown out of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> With Don Callis just shaking his head. But Don Callis go, no, Kenny, no. <laughs> I love Don Callis. He's great. He is amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> it, and Dal- Dalton and AEW, if they sign the boys, you get another group of trios for those rumored trios titles coming out soon. Yeah, that'd be cool. Ooh. I, I recently bought, it was on High Spots, I got the digital version of it, all three nights of the best Battle of Los Angeles PWG tournament. It was so good. Ooh. And it was so funny. Um, I'll have to find a way we can all watch it together soon. One of them, the, the main event of night one was Adam Cole and the Young Bucks against Dalton Castle and the boys. But on this night, the boys were Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly in, like, the boy. Yeah. Short shorts and the and the masks, <laughs> and they stuff. kept they kept fanning Adam Cole to try to knock him down and shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's great. really good stuff. Awesome. So awesome. now it's time. It's beta time to get to it's the time. list. The top four surprise entrants in Royal Rumble history. Now, some of my list, and I don't know about you guys, some of my names were heavily rumored to show up those nights, but were not announced. Yeah. But they were the reaction was so huge, I had to go with, with some of them. You yeah. Know, so in my opinion, if they were not announced for the Rumble, yes. or if they didn't declare for the Rumble, they were eligible in my mind. Oh, wait, we just, I did top four Royal Rumble matches. <laughs> oh man, I really, I really screwed the pooch two That's times right, in a row. Just, just Google it. It's very easy to get this one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, okay, I, I was gonna I say, gotta, how did you get this one wrong again? I got it right this time. <laughs> oh man, remember that 2006 Survivor Series? That was a great Survivor Series. Tre- Trembley's ready with his top four Starcade matches. <laughs> All right, so uh, Trembley, let's let's start with you. Let, uh, give us one from your list. Mine was, and I love this one, 2015, Bubba Ray Dudley. Ah. Uh, he returned in Philadelphia, which was a you know we all know is uh, where ECD, ECW emanated out of. Um, he, a, he was number three, came out, and it was just a big pop. I think Our Truth was on the ring. Yeah, I just remember because it was huge. The fans loved it. The Philly fans never forget. That's why they hate Roman Reigns. Um, 
but it's uh, he lasted five minutes and twenty two seconds, and yes, he had two eliminations. Um, the Dudley Boys came back for a short re- short return later that year, and then uh, that was it. But I think he uh, it was an early surprise, number three, and they did the whole get the tables gimmick, and people loved it. And this, but this rumble will most be noted for Daniel Bryan getting thrown out too early. And Roman Reigns winning in The Rock telling people to stop laughing backstage. So, <laughs> and, and people weren't sure because this is when he came off his Bully Ray angle with Impact. They thought, oh, man, he's coming in. He's going to be a singles act. But now he went right back to the tag team. So Bubba Ray Dudley, you're my number one. Yeah, he'd been gone a while, too, which made it pretty awesome. And, and like you said, the fact that it was in Philly, the place popped like crazy. Uh, number three is a great spot for a surprise entrance, but uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, well, later said, on. They say that it's usually 10 to 19 was like where they hit people, like the Rumble's getting a little, there's a little lull, and then all of a sudden people pop for someone big. Yeah. I, think, I think Edge was 10, wasn't he, or something like that? And then, uh, no, that was 2010, sorry. But it's, uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it's, uh, What's great about number three is that the crowd is still pretty hot from the beginning of the Rumble. And, you know, usually start with two stalwarts, you know. Uh, so. Look at his dumb, stupid face all frozen. <laughs> oh, I'm all frozen. Up. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I had Bubba Ray as an honorable mention. That's definitely a good pick, John. It was... I did not because Bubba Ray's a schmuck. <laughs> I, mean, I watched this on your couch. We loved it. Yeah, we probably did. It's true. Wait, John. Was that wait, the night we, left... we had McDonald's together? That was a good night. That could be any night in the last <laughs> three, six years. Uh, no, this was the night we left the uh, – is this Trevor's bathroom right behind him? This is creepy. Um, this is the night we left the Celtics game. To oh, go home. that's right. We, we left the Celtics game in the first quarter, and it was the night yes. that they honored Paul Pierce and – Kevin Garnett. Uh, Kevin Garnett, and we, after the first quarter, we just said, all right, see you later. Let's go watch some wrestling. Let's go watch the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and, we got Mc, and we got McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> but most importantly, we got McDonald's. I miss McDonald's. I haven't had McDonald's in over a year. Oh, um, man, I got McDonald's breakfast yesterday. Wow. It was so good. I it was to... right down the street from my house. but. I oh, I know. I've been to that one. Plenty of times. <laughs> when I'm when I'm in Methuen, you know, or Salem, going to Bull Moose and shit, and then I go to the Target to look for PlayStation Fives, and they laugh at me. Oh, um, by the way, there's a Twitter account you guys need to follow. This guy somehow like finds PlayStation Fives, but you gotta act quick. He tweets it out, and then like everyone goes and buys them. But so today, Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, and Walmart all had them, and they were all gone. Within 30 seconds of Listen, their... We're, but in March, we're all going to have one in March. Right. It's going to be fine. I Chris, wish... Chris, I, 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 honestly, I would just wait. Maybe they'll come out with more more next-gen games by the time you get yeah. one. You know what it's I mean? Not, that's what I'm saying. Like, I gave my nephew one, and I'm like, you know what? Even if I kept it, there's no fucking games out for it. There's like one game. I've been playing the hell out of Fire Pro again, so... Fire Pro is so much fun. You know what? I, I love the look, but I don't know how to fucking play it. I'll, I'll learn you sometime. Sometime right. we get it, we get an opportunity. I'll yeah. sit you down. I'll learn you how to play. It's very easy. All right. 
All right, Strem, we waited for you to finish going to the bathroom. Uh, what's your first <laughs> first on? Did Pete give his first no, on? Or? we waited oh, for wow. you. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Uh, my first on is from 2013, number two, Chris Jericho. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh. <clears throat> um, anybody else have them? No, oh, I was going to, but I didn't. I left it off because it, it led to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that the reason this made my list is, well, twofold. It actually, He actually hadn't been gone that long, but he was touring with Fozzie, and everyone thought he was going to be gone a long time. Um, and then the pop when he came back. So Dolph Ziggler was number one that year, and he said, I don't care who number two is, just send him out already. And then the fireworks go out, and then, you know, the Jericho uh, name flashes. And the place lost its mind there's actually some youtube videos from like first-hand accounts of uh of this entrance and it's so loud that it's it's really one of the biggest pops i think i've ever heard so that's why it's uh it's on my list you know this actually pushed him uh he went he lasted the the entire match i think pretty much um he's the only guy to go over five hours total in the royal rumble and this was a big reason for it um I think he made the final four even. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it just shows how much uh, he was loved, even though he left as a heel that time. Um, he came back as a heel again. Uh, but it was it was uh, it was a major pop. Chris Jericho. True. Nice. Peter. Uh, my first pick uh, is uh, the three faces of Mick Foley in 1998. Uh, because it was very creative. You know, obviously he had three very strong characters, and it felt well with the era, how outrageous the Attitude Era was. Um, And it's just funny because, like, he gets tossed out, and then you just see him come back out as another character, and you're like, what the hell's going on right now? Um, He got tossed out pretty easily as Mankind and, uh, what's his face, Cactus Jack, but he lasted till the very end of the match as Dude Love, if I remember correctly. Um and, of course, you know, Mick Foley had a hell of a career, so it did kind of lead to something. Not that that was really my uh, requirement for some of my picks, but, um, yeah, just pretty creative and fun to watch and be three different characters and show up. That was, was an great. honorable mention for me. I like that one a same, lot. Same, same. Yeah, that's an honorable mention. All three of them. A busy night for Mrs. Foley's baby boy, as Jay Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, but he got dropped too many times on the head, and now he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips and going to hell. Well, no. now, now he voted the wrong party, so. That's right. Now he's, now he's a little blue. <coughs> My first one on, is, because as you all know, I am the Bobby Heenan. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. 2011. The first and only 40-man over-the-top Royal Rumble from the TD Fleet Center Bank North Garden of Boston, (laughs) Diesel and Mm. Booker T. Yes. Yeah. I was there. I was there. Yeah, we were all there, I think, except Pete. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't there. I remember John texting me, though, and he's like, hey, your dishwasher won the Royal Rumble. I'm like, who? (laughs) Hey, like, I had never heard of Alfredo Del Rio. I had never heard of him. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, you, like, word for word said that to me. Like, hey, yes, I remember that. Just won the I, I, think I, I think I saved that text. It still pops up. I think, that, it's, I think it's, pinned, it's pinned to our conversation. That diesel pop was huge. Yeah. 
But then that Booker T pop was even bigger. Uh, so that was on my honor roll. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you say? What did you say? Oh, bigger. 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 Oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, oh. that was almost on my list, but I didn't put that. But yeah, the fact that he came out as Diesel was pretty cool, too. I think the fact that I was there yeah. added to my feeling on it. It yeah. could have easily, if I was watching it at home, it could have easily been replaced by one of my other honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the, the kid in the row in front of me when Diesel came out turned around and high-fived me, which was, <laughs> I don't know why, that just burned into my memory. So. One, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite kids turning around and, like, appreciating the, the evil that I spew out at wrestling shows, we were at a Monday Night Raw taping. And it was around the Umaga Jeff Hardy time. Mm-hmm. And we were we were in the club section, but near the entranceway. And all we were doing the whole night, it was me, Fredrickson, Richie, those guys, just chanting for Umaga all night. Umaga and D'Lo Brown, because there were rumors that oh. D'Lo was doing dark matches again. Oh. Um, and the kid in front of me had this giant Jeff Hardy sign like gigantic with glitter and like you could tell he took time on it and mom and dad probably helped him and of course ebenezer scrooge behind him is like boo <laughs> Jeff Hardy, you suck you got no charisma boo Umaga. you know just being a jerk yeah being a heel kid didn't put up his sign during the entire show after the dark like like the after oh, the opening no. segment, when I really got going, and he went and got an Umaga shirt, I was pretty proud of myself. Oh, wow, you turned him. <laughs> yes, I did. Wow. Wow. Why did that kid do? Oh, <laughs> you suck. Wow. Oh, Maybe he's in one of the big, scary, bearded man behind him to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll get this fucking shirt now. Yeah. That fucking well, lumberjack I mean, from Tuxbury attacks me. <laughs> we, enter- we entertained those people in front of us at Raw two years ago. Yeah, we did. We have a way about turning <laughs> crowds. It's a lot that of fun. That was a great night. That was a great fun night. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, I wouldn't know. That was actually. three years ago. Was it? Um, yeah, two, two WrestleMania. Yeah, 2017? Yep, 2017. No. We were no, already- no, I was no, still no, in no. L.A. It was definitely Wait. 2017. No, because we, no, we started doing the podcast by then. Uh, I think it was 2019. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Hold on, I got, I got a picture of it on my Instagram. I'll tell you what year it was. Yeah. Keep Pete, going. I, I, Pete, I was in Punta Cana. That was uh, actually I have the glass right here. No, it, was, it, was it was 2019. It was 2019 because Ronda was sure. around. Ronda was yeah. around, and I was angry at Ronda for being there. Because I was in LA until. Middle of Ronda, 2018. Ronda was at Raw? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. And, 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 I, thought, and, I thought it was I thought it was way longer. Uh, no, so it, was, it, was, it was in so the was, middle of Becky's the man push. Yeah. That was twenty nineteen? Yeah. Damn, I thought it was twenty seventeen. I mean it was almost two years ago because it was before WrestleMania in twenty nineteen, right? So, yeah, it was it was the road. It might have been that? the last Raw before WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean Two years is a long time. Damn. Yeah, you're right. It's, actually, it was March 25th, 2019. You're right. Wow. I thought it was 2017. 
Well, you're yeah. way off. <laughs> yeah, way off. Six, <laughs> 600 fucking days in arrears for Christ's sake. <laughs> Damn. If you were a bill, you'd be in collections. So that, that Monday Night Raw featured Ronda Rousey defeating Sarah Logan, Charlotte Flair, and Ruby Riot ending in a no contest. They had a beat the clock challenge. Was it bad Becky when Lynch you defeated was, Liv Morgan? Just the mention of Sarah Logan, I think of just this dirty woman. <laughs> Finn oh Balor defeated Jinder Mahal and Bobby Lashley in a handicap match. Ricochet and Alistair Black. Times. <laughs> Ricochet and Alistair Black defeated The Revival. Sasha Banks defeated Natalia. Baron Corbin defeated Apollo Crews. Kurt Angle defeated Samoa Joe. And Drew McIntyre defeated Dean Ambrose in a last man standing match. Wow, that's a pretty sounds action-packed like, show. Yeah, yeah. sounds like the worst match, the worst show ever. <laughs> Oh, good. Kurt yeah. Angle beat Kurt Angle beat Samoa Joe. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, at least yeah, Moxley lost. Yep, he's Look. terrible. No, Joe he's Moxley really didn't lose. Dean Ambrose did. Oh, that's true. Good point. He okay. had such a pop when he showed up the first night, but after that, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Almost that with you. I'm you, get, you. Uh, you gave him a couple of weeks because the I was in prison interview came after that. Oh yeah, well. That t- that night on AEW where he uh, DDT'd Omega through that fucking glass table, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think if he can convince uh, Seth and Roman to join, and then he has his own three-man team, I think he's <laughs> he's back in the, he's, he's you know back in the good I, races. I heard he's going to do that, and they're going to be named the Barricade, because he doesn't want to yeah. do anything too close <laughs> to WWE. Dude, yeah, he, he's such a liar. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't like anything they did, but you still come out from the crowd. You still wear jeans. Same way. You still are corny. Oh no, Chris. He doesn't wear jeans. He wears camo plant pants. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. All right. Um, I got us off track. Uh, Way off track. Get us back on track. What's your next one? Um, I'm gonna say. Let me skip around here. I'm gonna. I I love this one personally. It was from 2019. Jeff Jarrett interrupts Elias' concert. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Jeff Jarrett number two. Elias number one. Elias. Playing his little gimmick, uh, and what what a better like counterweight between past and present. He invites Jeff Jarrett into the ring, to, to, you know, because they both have a love of music. And then he slams him in the back, hits him with the guitar, which is Jarrett's old move, and tosses him out. I think that was a good nostalgia pop. It was absolutely incredible. Spend my days working hard on the go. <laughs> That's a great I, pick, John. Yeah, thank you. Excellent pick. Loved it. Not on my list, but I do love when he when Jarrett gets in the ring and he kind of does this shoot, get out of the way thing to. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He breaks his glasses, throws them out oh, of the ring. Yeah. And, man, it's like, hey, it's Jeff Jarrett, too. It's a good story. Right out, first out of rehab. Back yep. in Vince's braces after he fired him live on TV in 2001. Yep. Um, do I fire Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, breaking breaking news. Um, WWE Backstage will be back for a very special episode on Fox prior to the Royal Rumble to be hosted by Mrs. John Moxley, Renee Paquette, a.k.a. What? Renee okay. Young. That's Is Ray Punk going to be on it? I don't know. Other breaking nah, news. No, he couldn't make it that night. Chris you, Chris, you know what's great? You're giving us this breaking news, and Strim will post this episode in three weeks. Yeah. That's not news. It happened. Other breaking <laughs> news. At Revolution, 
whenever that is for AEW, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks will be in a street fight against Sting. Sting. They announced that last night. Did they? Yeah, that was the whole angle. They they, they just they tweeted it out as breaking news as a, as an official match. Well, so they, they didn't say when the match was going to be, but they said the match was okay. going to happen. Well, the match is going to happen officially at Revolution. That's the breaking news. That's the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And it's going to be a street fight. The match will happen a week before Revolution. So it's going to be a cinematic match to protect yeah. Sting is what you're telling me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it if will. it's a street it fight, it's a cinematic match. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm just telling you what's shit. going on, man. 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 Sting can't wrestle, so if you're going to protect him and do a cinematic, that's fine. I just hope like Sting doesn't die between the time they film it and the time the pay-per-view airs. Or else that'd be real fucking awkward. you got to cover up the death. You know, you're not going to stop. You know, the pay-per-view is going to fill time. You're not going to stop just because some guy died. Yeah. Jesus. All right, moving on. Pete, oh, yeah. That's for sure. Pete, what's the next one on your... Right. Mountain of rushes. Um, I'm probably gonna blow up a lot of your lists, but uh, it wasn't that big of a deal to me because I didn't watch around this time. But I watched this rumble back about a year ago, and I and you told me actually the significance of it, so it's gotta go up there. And it's in every list I read. Uh, it's 2008, John yep. Cena. Yeah. Uh, again, I was never a big John Cena fan. I never really watched around this time, but. Watching the crowd react to how quick he recovered from his injury, where it was supposed to be a lot longer than two months, and him showing up, and that's when he was the most over. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see Madison Square Garden go crazy after he throws Triple H and Batista out of there, too, and wins. And, um, again, I, it, it didn't surprise me because I didn't watch it live, but it was cool to watch the reaction. So that's why I put it on there. Yeah, yeah it's, on it made, it made, it's on yours? It's on mine. All right. Hey, it's it's a clean sweep. We all have this one. Um, I watched it live, and I would, and you all know how much I do not care for the man from West Newberry, Massachusetts. It blew me away. The only thing I didn't like about it was after 20 years of number 30 never winning the Rumble, they did it two years in a row. Yeah. Which is kind of lame. I feel but, like yeah. the Rumble the Rumble goes through phases like. In the 2010s, all, like, the uh, surprise entrants were early on. In, like, the 80s, 90s, I feel like it was later on. And then, you know, the 30, I, I feel like they go through phases where they just kind of do the same thing over and over again. It's, maybe it's lazy. Maybe it comes up too quick for them. But I just feel like it comes in packs. The Rumble, honestly, should be more random. Like, the 30 spot should probably have the most wins, if you think about it. Like, your yeah. odds, like, are way better. But... right. I don't know. They should do a lot of crazy, weird sh- shit every year. Like, I don't know why, guys. I don't know why number thirty doesn't win all the. <laughs> <laughs> should win every year. Damn it. Well, I mean, I even if you do it two years in a row, like, what's the problem? Yeah. Like, it should be random like that. Yeah. Right. No, that's a that's a good point. Um. Yeah. The so. fact that they that his injury was so believable as a, it was a shoulder injury, I think, a tear, and he was supposed to be out in like a year. And he tore his tricep, I think. Yeah. He took HGH because Vince needed him. And, uh... <laughs> no, it was people were legitimately surprised, and that's why it's such a great uh, entry. Yeah, now he can't get it up, and that's why he lost Nikki Bella. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we've Fake got news. uh, we've got 
we've got three from John and two from everybody else. So Pete, oh, uh, big winner. <laughs> Pete, uh, hit us with another one, bud. All right. Um, my favorite one, um, AJ Styles 2016. Yes, that's my final one. Thank you. I I got goosebumps watching that because the you could tell. When he walked, and you, I remember you, I think you told me they fucked up the camera angle because they didn't show, like, yeah. what, they showed the crowd before they showed him, right? Is that what happens? They were showing Roman Reigns. They were yeah. showing Roman Reigns' yeah. face. But when <laughs> they showed AJ stand there, and he's looking at how ominous the whole thing is and how crazy they're going for him, you could tell how, how, it, how much it meant to him. And that was the cool thing about it. And he lasted quite a while in that match. I think Jericho was in that match for a while, too. Yep. And, I mean, obviously, look what AJ Styles has done. He's pretty much the face of the company. Um, he's been the face that runs the place, AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was a huge star, but he just, you know, cemented his legacy that night, I think. Yeah. It's on my list, obviously. I think it's probably on many of our lists. But... Yeah. Another, it, it's another clean sweep on that one. Yeah, it's uh. He was, he was another, think, another number three entrant, just yeah. like the year before. That's right. So the number three surprise was great because Roman. I forget who he tossed early. It was somebody good. It was somebody Rusev or somebody like that. And uh, he cleared out the ring for that entrance, which was awesome. And and AJ definitely took his time. You could see him almost trying to get his heart rate down because he was so amped up. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I think was great about it is. How they uh, the crowd reacted in phases, right? People, so it showed I am phenomenal. So like I would say, sixty percent of people got it at that yeah. point. They started standing up. Yeah, and then the and then he walks out, and the rest of them are like, oh, okay, like now I know who it is. So it kind of goes like, ah, oh, yeah, like it's it's yeah. a pretty it's a pretty cool moment. Oh uh, yeah, let's yeah do that again, Strom. Oh yeah. <laughs> AJ lasted fourth longest that year. Roman at number one lasted 59.48. Chris Jericho lasted 50 minutes and 47 seconds. Dean Ambrose lasted 29 minutes and 57 seconds. Nigel Styles. Rumble? Triple H, it was for the title. It was during the Authority oh, versus right. Roman. Yeah, yeah. AJ well, lasted it. 29 minutes. Never happened to Dean Ambrose. Seems like a good fellow. I don't know. He had sex in Times Square. Yeah, then... I was just going to say that. I was just going to uh, say that. I don't know what yeah. happened after that. Hey, man, I banged my wife in Times Square. Did you? Oh, that's a, hey, I banged her in Times Square. What do you think about he that? He sounds like yeah. every popular kid we went to high school with. Like, oh, you know what? You know, I think I saw footage of that the other day. Was it, he was the black guy sitting on top of that woman's face, right? What? <laughs> what? You didn't see the you, just, you didn't see the black guy eating ass in Times Square. No. Oh, Jesus, oh my god. No. New York's great right now. It's got a lot of good <laughs> a lot of good footage coming out of it. Take their governor for that. Strem, no. what's your last oh. one? My last one is from last year in <laughs> one of the greatest pops and moments in wrestling history when Edge returned to uh, WWE after nearly a decade away. Uh, truly an awesome moment. And the place went absolutely crazy. 
uh, knocked himself off my own list because he had a, another surprise entrance in 2010. Uh, but I mean, it that entrance is what wrestling is all about. That return when we thought we would never see him again and the place just completely lost its mind. It uh, it was my my George Washington of the Rushmore. It was not even a question. Nice. Yeah, me too. That was my that was my fourth, my my big one. I, that that pop blew me away. Even though it was rumored, again, it was just something you thought you'd never, ever, ever get to see again. And the possibilities were endless. And then Edge hurt him. I mean, Orton hurt him. But <laughs> it was it was an amazing moment. Yeah. And uh, AJ Styles actually injured himself. He got so amped up. Yeah. Overselling the spear and, and almost blowing out his shoulder for the good brother. So you could see, like, the, the other guys in the ring marked out even. So it was uh, – it was awesome. Oh it was it was it was the only like if you think back, twenty twenty went downhill, uh, in a hurry after that moment. That was really the highlight of twenty twenty. You don't get COVID ass. Oh my god! Why did you just send me this? That was I didn't, <laughs> you didn't believe me. <laughs> I believe. So what, what is the context with that? Like it just <laughs> happened and someone saw it, or? Well, Edge had been out for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew you guys were all going to put that, and deservedly so, but I picked Edge for another Royal Rumble. Wow. My pick was the 2010 Edge return surprise entry, because he was tag team champs with Jericho that year, got injured, was supposed to be out for a year, they replaced Edge with, with Big Show, which is why Jericho had the Jericho team, only to surprise the fans with Edge returning, big crowd reaction, and he won the Rumble. Wow. He did. It's a good point. He, uh, so that's the reason okay. I picked that one over, because this return meant more, even though it was crazy that he was out all this time. But it paid off for Edge a little bit more in 2010. That's a great pick, Pete. It's fair. Thank you. It's fair. So it well, looks like the well, Mount was a great pick. The <laughs> Mount Rushmore of oh, did I delete one by accident? Oh shit! What did I do? Son of a bitch! I'm trying to take a count. So AJ Styles had four votes. John Cena had four votes. Edge had three votes, and everybody else had one vote. So the official Mount Rushmore has three people on it. <laughs> Hashtag not my Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> Well, I put uh, Mick Foley on there twice in my honorable mention, so maybe we can make him the fourth because his 2004 return was the next one off my list when he was feuding with Randy Orton. That was great stuff. That was – that's one of my favorites, and that was my toughest omission, so I think it should be Foley. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Three, he, three rumbles in one night. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Congratulations, Mick. You'll never hear this, but you have made the Mount Rushmore of surprise appearances in the Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah, I think Mick Foley has been dropped on his head too many times, guys. I think you said that earlier. A couple other honorable mentions for me. Nope. Yep. 2016, you got Triple 2016, H. 2016, surprise entry. And Triple H. Triple H. When he won the title. Uh, 2008. Triple H. Roddy Piper 
and Jimmy Snuka back to back. Yeah. Was fun. 2015 DDP when he yeah. gave the diamond cutter the whole ring, and then 2001, truly a shocking one because it was so random, was Haku coming back. Mm. Uh, I love that one. It doesn't a, get a week deep. after winning the WCW Hardcore Title, mind you. Oh really? Yes. Huh? I didn't realize that. When did surprise entrance become a thing? They were always uh, sort of a thing. Not really. Not in the eighties. I want to say. Yeah. Um, I want to say the early nineties. They would. They wouldn't announce all thirty guys. But but would you call those surprises if they're guys on the roster? Um. I'm talking about yeah. like a real surprise. It's like, a fair point. Mid nineties. Yeah, like Attitude Era. Ninety five, ninety six. <laughs> well, that's just when they didn't have a roster filled. And yeah, just, 90, yeah. Oh, look, it's, it's Asuka's mom. It's Asuka's mom from China. <laughs> it's squat team member one and squat team number two. I, I I would say Mil Mascaris is on my honorary mentions because Pete and I used to rent Royal Rumbles, and I've never seen Pete pop from Mil Mascaris. He's like, oh, my God. I love oh. Mil Mascaris. Oh, right. my God. It's Mil Mascaris. And I'm like, who the fuck is Mil Mascaris? Like, oh, my God. He's a great wrestler. How do you remember oh. this? I remember that. Yeah, you're right. Wasn't that Royal Rumble 1997 and he eliminated himself because no yob? Yes. Yes. It was he the one who spit the – who's the guy who spit the green mist? Quang. Quang. Yeah, Quang. Quang. And also another honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> No one expected Quang to be in the Royal Rumble. That was his debut. He was announced. It was not his debut. Yes, it was. 1993 Royal Rumble. He showed up, spit the green mist in Rick Steiner's eyes, and then got eliminated by Scott Steiner. He wears some mustaches. It's not a debut if he never showed up again. He did. Oh my god. Yeah, he, he, he came back as Twang because Quang. Who else? Who, who, what other random people <laughs> he can He came I back as Savio Vega. Um, Snooky was a big one. <laughs> Snooky was never in the Royal Rumble. Oh, sorry. I thought Snooky was in the Rumble. I am. Uh, worst. Drew Carey was amazing. Drew Carey, yeah. my friend. Drew he was announced. Yeah. Oh, he was announced. I've got three honorable uh, mentions. Uh, Goldust in 2013, he squared off with Cody in the middle of the ring for the first time. Yeah. RVD in 2009, only because of the way JR sold it. Watch the clip on the YouTube. JR goes nuts for Rob Mm -hmm. Van Dam, of all people. And then then in 2018, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. I forgot about and that. Ty Dillinger, don't forget Ty, Ty uh, Dillinger. <laughs> anyway, uh, where has he been? He like disappeared off AEW. Sean Spears? Yeah. I mean, he's he's an elite talent that they got, you know, from WWE, and it was like good good for them because he's so talented and underutilized. Yeah, he was. I like him. I like him as a heel. He's I'd nice. also like to give a worst surprise entrant. In the history of the Royal Rumble, to Nia Jax, mm-hmm. number thirty in the Men's Rumble, when there were so many other rumored people. Uh, yes, I'm and not. She wrestled like she wrestled the next night against Randy Orton too. It was weird. Really? They were really, yeah. they were really pushing for her to be a yeah. They were pushing for uh, her to be a male superstar. Another honorable mention is Jaina. She was the first woman to ever enter the Men's Royal Rumble. 
She wasn't Jada. a surprise, though. She earned yes, her spot. Yes, she was a surprise. No, she wasn't. She yeah, earned her spot on surprise. Raw. How about, surprise. like, uh, the, the Glamazon? You surprise? China was not a surprise. She earned her spot during the corporate versus DX roy- battle royal on Raw. Well, forgive me. Don't treat me like a woman. Don't treat me I like think, a man. Nope, none of you mentioned anyone from the women's rumble. They're all <laughs> sexist pigs. <laughs> I am no longer in the White House. I'm broadcasting live. <laughs> well, what was great about the first women's rumble is that they were like almost all surprises because they didn't yes. have enough of a roster. Well, I looked at a. Website. like, can you believe it's a women's Royal Rumble? Yeah. I looked at a I looked at a website for a list and I got I had to leave it because ninety of them were like all every woman. In 2018 was a big surprise. Yeah, we don't have 30 capable women working for the company right now. I hate about them shoehorning this shit in our faces. They all get emotional and they all get teary-eyed and cry like this is they like making history. Like, no, you didn't just protest to earn the right to vote. Okay, they they scripted a royal rumble for you. Like, relax. Like, you don't have to all hug each other and cry after it's over. Like, it's fine. Like, just get off, get off, get off the stage. We got matches coming up. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Uh, we got that. We got matches coming up. Move along, huh? Move along, best, Move along, sweetheart. The best women's rumble surprise was hands down. The end. Vic Guerrero. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I almost wrote her down, but then. Another talent EW does nothing with is Vicky Guerrero. She should be doing more with uh, her character. Yeah, with, with with her character who may or may not have a penis. Yes. Um, Come on. That would be yeah. her protege. <laughs> Nyla Rose is not Vicky Guerrero's character. She's Vicky Vicky Guerrero's protege. Well, protege character, same difference. Penis, penis. I, I think uh, honestly, Chris, I'm sorry, you watch a lot of wrestling. Yes, Pete, you've watched a lot of wrestling. Me, whatever. I think it, only if you've taken the time to watch every Royal Rumble and rank everyone, and if you've spent this much time. <laughs> A loser named Justin Strem. I think he should be the only one who has to pick the uh, Mount Rushmore because honestly, who's more of an expert than a guy who ranked every <laughs> participant of all book. time? That's almost Literally. worse than going. That's almost worse than organizing baseball cards. Uh, <laughs> baseball cards. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you kept up to date with your list, like since the last few rumbles? I did. I just I haven't done the last five entries from last year. Well, you're slipping. I know. I know. I was. He doesn't know where to put them. <laughs> no, no. It's just more resorting them. I haven't done. I haven't decided where to put Lesnar after last year, so I have to. Do you have it in an Excel spreadsheet? It's a, a straight Word document. No, it's Excel, and it's okay. all pivot oh, tables God. and all this stuff. You had to fucking renumber everything. I would love if you did it. Like, how many people are on the list? It's about three hundred and thirty some yeah. something. I, I would love if you did it in Word and you fucked something up and you had like two number fours and everyone was uh, off by space. <laughs> enough. I actually have to go in each year and renumber them all, but it doesn't take me that long. Maybe Pat Patterson will show up this year as a surprise. Uh, Not cool, Pete. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe they'll call it the Pat Patterson Memorial R- R- Battle Royal. Yeah. Memorial Rumble. Maybe, and then we'll figure out something awful about Pat Patterson's uh, history, and Snickers will protest to, to remove them from it. Yeah. Just like the uh, May Young Battle Royal. 
Yeah. Wasn't the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal? Uh, whatever it was. Yeah, May Young they liked. Matt Moolah they did not sorry. like. Sorry, sorry. The woman who gave birth to a hand is okay. That's right. You're damn right. <laughs> You're damn right she is. So I've got an idea for the, the next episode, whenever that may be. The uh, the Mount Rushmore of legitimate blood brother tag teams. Yes. Do the Dudley's count. We're blood brothers. Blood brothers. We're blood brothers. Name, name, Chris, name a few. The Rujos, the Hardys, the Young Bucks, the Rhodeses, the Funks, the Briscoes, the other Briscoes, the Steiners, the I Usos. Know we, I don't know if we can get four. The Beverly Brothers. <laughs> I don't know if we can get four, Chris. You're right. There's plenty. I don't know. God damn it, Trembly. I'm a trembling. Were the Funks ever a tag team? Dory and uh, the other guy? Yes. Hopper and Sika. Yeah. Rosie and Jamal. I know they were cousins. (laughs) Jimmy and Jay. Yuso. Plenty out there. I think it's a good idea for the next. Squat team member two. Yep. The squat team members. The Harris twins. Heavy Ron, yeah. Heavy D, Ron and Don, or whatever the hell. Yeah. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. <laughs> we almost made it all the way through. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. Join the Dark Order. We'll see you next time. Bye. Cue the Rougeos.